out to Walker. Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai. And Dane's gone through. Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game. The Panthers are going to be first after this. It's been ugly. They've been far from their best. Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top. Katara, the trick finish. Big Lezzers lead. Hello, welcome to Big Les's League, an all-rugby league experience. I am your host, Big Les. Now, let's go through something that Fox League posted a few days ago, the Pressure Gorge. Now, essentially, if you don't know what the Pressure Gorge is, it is basically the coaches that will be under pressure in 2022. And look, just looking at this list right now, I can totally agree with most of these guys. I think that with the year that we've had in 2021 with... A bunch of injuries throughout a massive amount of clubs. Just some uh, slight things that have happened. Some slight little problems around the league. Uh, these guys would be under a, a heap of pressure. And I thought it'd be quite interesting to go through this one. I think that um, you got, most of you guys will agree. Uh, and it's most it's pretty interesting to see the, some, some of the content that Fox League does post up. So we'll get started. I'll go from... Uh, the, the bottom of the list all the way up to the coach that is under the most pressure in 2022 and I'll, I'll give you my opinion on these guys and, I'll, and then I'll tell you what I think about who is the coach under pressure in 2022. So I'll get started. The guy at the bottom of this list is Brad Arthur um, and personally, I don't know why this guy should be under any pressure. I mean, I agree he probably will be. But he doesn't really deserve to be. I mean, he made he's made the finals pretty much every year uh, that he has been the coach. So he's done a fantastic job. He hasn't really done much wrong. And I really do like Brad Arthur. I think he's a fantastic coach for the Parramatta Eels. And I think it's I think that the Parramatta Eels uh, they're going to make a few signings. I think they should make a few signings. Some get some young blokes in the system and. You know, a bit of razzle dazzle wouldn't go a long way. I do like Mitchell Moses. I think. Mitchell Moses showed some really good signs at the end of the 2021 season. I think it's looking really good for 2022. A guy that showed some positive signs, and you guys might not agree, but Dylan Brown, his defense was unreal in the in the, at the end of the season especially, but throughout the entire season, he was quite good, and I really liked watching Dylan Brown. Brad Arthur, Brad Arthur as a coach, he's been fantastic, and he will be under a bit of pressure. I do agree with this one. Uh, but not as much pressure as the other guys on this list. Number two here. Now, Todd Payton from the North Queensland Cowboys. I think this guy is actually under a lot more pressure than this list is telling us. Personally, Todd Payton, I think he's a decent coach. He was a decent player too when he was playing. Um, but geez, he will be under a bit of pressure in 2022. He signed a great player. He signed a great player in Chad Townsend, who will probably be playing number seven in 2022. I think it's a roster thing, and I think he needs to sort out how he's using his players, especially a guy like Jason Taumalolo, who he's just got to let play footy, to be honest. And if he does that, then I think that the Cowboys will go all right this season. I think Tao Malolo needs to play 13, and he needs to play the amount of minutes that Tao Malolo wants to play. I think that Valentine Holmes' his position is either on the wing or at fullback, depending on where they put the hammer. I, I Personally, I'd put the hammer on the wing, have uh, a, a guy like Valentine Holmes at fullback. I think he's very damaging there at fullback or vice versa. It really doesn't matter. Um, but I think that needs to be locked in. 
in the preseason. I think that they need to have at least 15 games where they are sorting out this roster issue. Uh, I wouldn't call it an issue per se, but they just need to lock down positions. Scott Drinkwater is another one. He probably doesn't have a position in 2022. Uh, he played a bit of fullback and a bit of 5'8 in this 2021 season. I would like to see him maybe in the 5'8 jersey. Where does that leave Todd, uh, Tom Dearden? I don't know. Um, but, geez, it is going to be interesting to see in 2022. Another guy that's under pressure here, the next one up on the list, Kevin Walters. Now, geez, he's had a tough season for the Brisbane Broncos, and they probably weren't on the, on the, in the position of the ladder that Kevin Walters would have wanted. But I think they had a really underrated season, the Broncos. They played really well at the back end. Even at the start, too, they were playing some decent footy. Payne Haas was electric. We've got some really good signs from their rookies coming through. Tessie New was unreal. Uh, Payne Haas, you could pretty much still call him a rookie. He's quite young, and he was fantastic. Um, even some of the other guys that were coming back, uh, Albert Kelly played quite well. Another guy that's coming through that's really good is Tyson Gamble, and I think he'll play six to Adam Reynolds as seven. And just talking on that, they've got some really good recruits. Adam Reynolds, Kurt Catewell. Um, I think they've got some other guys as well who are quite younger that they've signed. They're doing well, the Brisbane Broncos, and I can't wait to see how they do go in 2022. And yeah, it's going to be really interesting, Where again, with the positions for some of these guys. Uh, Herbie Farnworth was unreal. Selwyn Cobbo coming through the ranks, obviously played really decent in the Intra Super Cup Grand Final. I keep talking about this guy, and you know the reason why. He's just so... He's such a fantastic rookie coming through the ranks. He's so reliable as well, and he gets massive stats, probably 150 metres per game in that Intra Super Cup, and I'd really love to see um, Selwyn Cobbo maybe in a centre jersey. I think Tessie New gets the fullback jersey, but as I said, it really is a roster thing that some of these coaches need to work out for the 2022 season, and Kevin Walters is definitely one of those guys because he has such a fantastic team. He just needs to figure out where they're all playing. Next up on the list, Anthony Griffin. Now, he's been through some ripe old shit in the last <laughs> the last 12 months or so. The barbecue, players leaving the club, strange signings. I, uh, it, 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 it's really unlucky. Um, and I, th- I really do hope that the Dragons do have a better 2022. And I hope this guy gets a bit more credit because um, he definitely does deserve a bit more credit than he is getting at the moment. Uh, Anthony Griffin, I really do like. Uh, I, I like. I've, I, I can agree with some of the things that he's done over at that club, but it, it, he just needs to sort out the roster for 2022, and he needs to get his boys straight because we can't keep having barbecues every year where pretty much the starting 13 gets suspended and for about one or two weeks. It's just not right. They were literally taking turns with suspensions. Uh, the Dragons, it was just really, really tough to see and really rough, to be honest. It was really rough. That's just the word I'm going to use there. But I do like Anthony Griffin going into 2022. I think once he gets that roster sorted out, he gets the boys sorted out, he should be all right. But no more barbecues, please, for 2022. That would really, really not be okay. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how this roster goes. I've obviously got Jack Bird, who looks as if he's going to be replacing um, 
replacing Matt Dufty in that fullback position. He's played a bit of back row even this season. He looks really chunky, Jack Bird, but he's quite talented, and I think that he'd suit that fullback jersey really well. He was going to play there for Brisbane anyway, so it is really going to be interesting to see how this roster does look for 2022. Obviously, losing and gaining. Jaden Sewer's a nice signing, actually, going into 2022, just quietly. I think Jaden Sewer's going to have a good year for the Dragons. Moses Suley, uh, Tau Tau Moga even, he could put him in the back row. He's gotten a quite big now. We saw it happen with Sio uh, Soliola. He was a center for the Sydney Roosters, and then he, as he got older, he was sort of shifted into the back row, then at lock, and then ended his career in the front row. So it is going to be interesting to see how this team looks in 2022, as I've said, um, but really excited to see how it does look. Now, the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs, uh, it, 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 it's... It's quite, um, look, it's not really an upsetting season for the Bulldogs. Now, I get it. They've lost a lot more games than they have won, and that's and it was a pretty rough season for them. And obviously, getting that win at the end was really good for Trent Barrett. Um, but it's it, going into 2022, it's, it's going to be another year where Trent Barrett's getting used to his rosters, uh, especially with a bunch of new guys coming in who is basically about nearly half or maybe even a third of his starting 17 he's just signed so it is really going to be him getting used to the roster him trying out different combinations in the halves um, but he's really going to have to cement one to maybe for at least for the first 15 games and if he doesn't like it he changes it but for me halfback 5-8 Matt Burton Jack Jake Avarillo that's, for me personally, that's how I think it's going to go. Matt Burton, obviously, in the seven to Avarillo in the six. Um, another guy is Kyle Flanagan. And to be honest, he will probably get it, which is upsetting. I think, it, it, look, if I was coach, it'd be Burton and Avarillo. And I'd be telling um, Kyle Flanagan to, well, uh, this is nothing against Kyle Flanagan. I just don't think that he'll be playing many games I'd, I'd be telling Carl Flanagan that uh, uh, straight to his face as well I'd be saying look mate um, we've got our cemented tiles pairing you might not be playing games for most of the season um, just wait and see how it goes you're free to search with other clubs um, that's what I'd be doing uh, and that's nothing against Carl Flanagan Carl Flanagan's a really talented halfback but for me Burton Navarillo is the way to go and it's really the future of the club in my opinion uh, and I don't see Kyle Flanagan in there. But then again, it's really t- two really young halves. It is a really young halves pairing over at the Bulldogs. And it is going to be quite... It's going to be quite tough. It is going to be quite tough. And it is going to be that year where Trent Barrett is looking at all these halves. And he he's going to eventually find one for the 2023 season. So, look, don't expect anything from the Bulldogs next year. Uh, and I'm saying that with the utmost respect. I think the Bulldogs are going to be a fantastic team going into 2023. 2022 is that roster-finding season. And I know that people may say they had that this season, and that is definitely the case. But you've got to remember, he's pretty much got a new roster coming through and, and, and a bunch of new signings in that team. You've got to remember that they've let go of a few players as well, Dylan Napa being one, Sione Katoa being one. And... We're not talking about the winger, Sione Katoa, from the Cronulla Sharks. We're obviously talking about the number nine, Sione Katoa, who just recently left the Bulldogs. By the way, he'd be a great pickup for any club. We'll get to that in another podcast. 
for me, it is going to be that roster year um, for Trent Barrett, and that's really it. I think that you, you don't really need to expect much for them in 2022. I think if he gets sacked, it's quite silly because as it's only his second year as coach. And you've got to remember, this guy was an assistant coach 12 months ago, 12, 14, 18 months ago. He was just an assistant coach. He's a head coach now. It's a big change, and you don't really need to expect much from him in the first two years. And the fact that he's already under this much pressure is a bit silly in my opinion. I think that it is going to be that transition year again next year. And then 2023, watch out, because I think the Bulldogs will be quite an awesome side to watch. And then the guy at the top of the list, it's the guy that's under the most pressure. By the way, this is all from Fox League. This is not my general. I'm giving my general opinion on what Fox League has said. Um, and the guy at the top of this pressure list is Michael Maguire, and fairly so. I mean, he's a fantastic coach, Michael Maguire, but it's not working for the Tigers. And he, I don't think he suits the Tigers, in my opinion. I think he'd suit another tub, a club who's going really well and has some really good star players. But I don't think Michael Maguire suits the club without that. And I think that has shown in the past few weeks. And you got to remember, it's not Michael Maguire's fault what's happening at the West Tigers. It's more of a coaching staff thing. It's more of the guys around him who are really unvocal. And I've said this a, a few times now. But it's the, it is the case. It is not Michael Maguire's fault. And he's under a lot of pressure to get this West Tigers side back on track and Look, them finishing ninth every year wasn't that bad considering the team that they've had. Considering that it's been two second fiddle halves for a few years now, being Luke Brooks and whoever he's been partnered with uh, as well, including Adam Dewey, including Mitchell Moses a few years ago. Um, It has been two second fiddle halves. Obviously, Mitchell Moses has gone to para and he's sort of molded himself into that first fiddle. But you've got to remember, Luke Brooks does not have an easy job. He's, he's a second fiddle half told to play first fiddle to an Adam Dewey who has been told to just let play footy. And that's not Luke Brooks's game. That's not really what suits Luke, Luke Brooks. I think Luke Brooks would need someone to play that first fiddle and uh, maybe that's Jackson Hastings depending on how he goes. I watched a bit of him in reserve grade and, he, and he's very off the cuff so it will be very interesting to see how this signing goes for the West Tigers. I honestly thought that Hastings would be playing 13. They'd signed Tyrone Peachy, and I don't think that's the case now. But going back to Michael Maguire, it is going to be one of those things where he's going to have to sit down. He's going to have to look at the guys coming in. He's going to have to look at the guys going out. He's going to have to look at his roster, his 30-man squad, round it down to a 17, and get that roster sorted for the 2021 season. He needs to sort out his leadership group, get that sorted down, Tell that leadership group that they are responsible for talking up in the sheds because that's what they are. They're irresponsible for getting those boys hyped up, getting those boys ready to go. And I think it will be a great season for the West Tigers. Hopefully, Michael Maguire doesn't get sucked. I'm praying he does, and he doesn't deserve to. I'm really looking forward to seeing how this West Tigers outfit goes. Obviously, new logo, new era, they say, but nothing changes. It's still the same West Tigers. Let's just see how they go with the new signings. Can't wait to see Tyrant Peachy. Can't wait to see Jackson Hastings. Going to be really interesting. They've signed a center from the Super League as well, who I haven't really watched much of, and I don't really recall his name off the top of the cap. But 
They look like a really good side. On paper, they've always looked like a really good side. Let's hope they can produce some good footy coming in to 2022. So there you go, guys. There are your coaches on pressure, under pressure, sorry, from 2022. Those coaches are Brad Arthur at the bottom, Todd Payton, Kevin Walters, Anthony Griffin, Trent Barrett, and right at the top, the guy under the most pressure, Michael Maguire. Michael Madge Maguire. Thank you for choosing Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend, and I will see you guys in the next one.